EV Comply. Simplifying your charge point installations. It's Friday the 4th of June and here is your latest EV industry roundup brought to you directly from EV Comply. Kickstarting this week with this, EV goes all showbiz. The UK-based EV firm Lunas has secured investment from David Beckham. The classic EV company will expand into commercial vehicles and Beckham has taken a 10% stake in the firm, which was founded in 2018. He's joining investors such as Ruben and Barclay families. The Silverstone-based company aims to provide 500 highly skilled jobs by 2024. Lunas represents the very best of British ingenuity in both technology and design. Beckham has said, I was drawn to the company through their work restoring some of the most beautiful classic cars through upcycling and electrification. The landmark car-making tie-up between Ford and Volkswagen will begin to bear fruit in 2023, when the US manufacturer kickstarts its bold European EV offensive with a locally produced and regionally focused crossover to sit beneath the Mustang Mach-E. Arriving in line with the blue oval ambition to fully electrify its European range by 2030, the crossover will be the first EV built at Ford's £1 billion, well, £708 million to us in the UK, electrification centre in Germany. It is said to be produced initially alongside the Fiesta Super Mini, which is scheduled to end its current life cycle in 2024 or possibly 2025. We all know about the big push to have everybody in EVs by 2030, but there's also a big push to reach net zero emissions by 2050. Now, the United States needs drastic increases in renewable energy, according to a Princeton University study released in December. The report traces one key avenue in the expansion of EV sales from 2% of new cars sold to around 50% of new sales by 2030. The lack of widespread efficient and effective EV charging stations can block this target. One company tackling the expansion of EV infrastructure aims to address charging station economics in new ways. Pushing connections to the electric grid in favour of individual solar-powered charging stations, Beam Global assumes the initial costs related to the charging station manufacturing and looks to make profit off corporate sponsorships. Beam has piloted this approach at San Diego, which plans for further national expansion. In turn, these sponsors receive the right to feature their name and brand on charging stations. So in other words, the monetization of this charging network comes not from the sales of electrons, but rather from naming rights. These rights typically last around five years, plus an additional option to renew, in addition to revenues derived from the direct sales of manufactured products. Beam also may earn revenue on maintenance fees. We talk about everything EV on this podcast, but one thing we haven't really thought about is the fact that EV motors have fewer parts and are therefore incredibly silent, which presents safety concerns for drivers who recognise speed by sound and, of course, pedestrians who can't hear an approaching vehicle. Now, sound designer Yuri Suzuki, a partner at design consultancy firm Pentagram, recently conducted a research project into the crucial role electric car sounds have on a user's safety. Suzuki says that while some automakers have chosen beautiful and interesting car sound designs, 
chasing celebrity clout. Meow. <laughs> it's not the way to go when designing the sound behind serious machines. His engine sounds are very similar to engine revs, providing both drivers and pedestrians with a recognizable indication of speed increasing and decreasing. The sounds are placed at different pitches. There's one that's quite low, he says, like a spaceship taking off, and another that's a little higher, like a hovercraft. Audi, Ford and Jaguar Land Rover have also chosen to make copies for some of their new electric vehicles. Suzuki's sound design also includes in-car sounds like powering on, turn signals or horn honking. In the morning, there's a higher pitch and a sunnier energy to the sound, which gets progressively lower in pitch as the day wears on. Hong Kong BMW plans to add 360,000 EV charging points across China this year as it aims to become a major EV player in the world's largest car market. BMW said today it will collaborate with local partners, including EV charging infrastructure provider Teagood, to build the charging points, of which 150,000 will support fast charging modes. Other automakers' vehicles will also be able to use them. The company did not say how much the project will cost. Have you ever wondered which European country is outdoing the rest when it comes to supporting the EV adoption? Unsurprisingly, I'm sure you already know that there are a lot of EV lovers up in Norway, and they do top the list. They're swiftly followed by their neighbouring Sweden, and third up is the United Kingdom. We're doing quite well. Now, when it comes to the number of EVs per 100,000 people, Norway comes into a league of its own. In the Nordic nation, there are 8,250 EVs for every 100,000 people in the country. In the UK, there are just 671 EVs per 100,000, by the way of comparison. But that's not to say that we're not all moving in the right direction. Excuse the pun. Ovo Energy and Senex have wrapped up a three-year trial of vehicle-to-grid charges at UK Homes and revealed that the technology could help motorists reduce electricity bills by up to £725 per month. The firm first began the trial, which covered 320 homes back in 2018. On average, it was found that the individuals with one-way smart chargers saved £120 on their monthly electricity bill, with this figure rising to £340 for the basic vehicle-to-grid charging. When the Kaluza smart platform was programmed to offer different response patterns, the savings benefit rose up to £725. Ovo Energy and Senex surveyed the participants during and after the trial, finding that regarding the vehicle-to-grid technology, the most common worries included the reliability of the technology and the impact of vehicle-to-grid on battery life and range. Millions of electric cars are coming. But what happens to all the dead batteries? It's a bit of a sore subject, really. Now, that wasn't really much of a problem when EVs were rare. But now the technology is taking off. Industry analysts predict that at least 145 million EVs will be on the road by 2030. So that's up from just 11 million last year. Governments are inching towards requiring some level of recycling. In 2018, China imposed new rules aimed to promoting the reuse of EV battery components. The European Union is expected to finalise its first requirements 
this year. In the United States, the federal government has yet to advance recycling mandates, but several states, including California, the nation's largest car market, by the way, are exploring setting their own rules. A UK firm has a unique EV design that could boost the range by 30%. So London-based Paige Roberts aims to dramatically upscale EV's efficiency with cutting-edge engineering solutions that deliver design elegance. The firm's patented design concept rethinks the position of the battery pack in a conventional EV. So rather than putting it under the floor like it is in most EVs, Paige Roberts calls for the battery to be mounted vertically in the cabin itself. It would allow the car to sit lower, be more aerodynamically efficient and weigh less. We think it's a great idea. And finally, SNE Research said on Tuesday that global EV battery sales are surging as the demand for clean cars is booming. And we absolutely love this news. Global battery sales are more than doubled in the first four months of the year as the switch to environmentally friendly cars gathers pace. So sales of EV batteries have rose to 65.9 gigawatt hours in the January to April period. So that's up from 26.8 gigawatt hours from last year. You're now up to date with all the latest EV industry news. We'll be back next Friday keeping you in the loop. Until then, from everybody here at EV Comply, you have a fantastic weekend. 